0: No, I can just sit here and adjust my watch all day.
1: <laughs> We're going. There's our music. Is it starting. Headphones on, everybody. Headphones on. <laughs> you want the headphones, Gilbert? Uh, oh, here we go. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Gillette. My name is Michael Guido. Penn, Matt, Ready, Rich, and I are broadcasting from Show Creator Studios, South in Las Vegas. On today's episode, we've got the funniest man in the universe. He's appeared in every single animated show for the last 45 years, and we've heard he's quite the swordsman. <laughs> Mr. Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> here he is, preaching love. Go! Mr. Pendulet.
0: Yeah, this Pendulet preaching love. So, your daughter, what sports does she do?
2: <laughs> now, when, when we last spoke, we were talking about celebrities from Jersey. Mm-hmm. And and I can I I can't believe I missed this one. Cuz I know it and I miss,
0: and well of course Jerry Lewis is Jerry Lewis. First. Now uh, I want to correct you on one minor detail. You didn't know it your wife told you. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: But I, was I sitting did here I when did, your wife told you. I did hear it. Oh, That's you The heard. same as knowing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I did I I had heard him him say his well whatever
0: Now, uh, I pointed this out to you before, and it bothers me because you are, you and Billy West are my hope. I discovered that Lou Reed and Jerry Lewis uh, have the exact same voice, precisely. And they both have the imaginary lozenge. (laughs) You know, when I was working with Dean, you know, when I was working with John Cale. (laughs) Exactly the same. Wow. And uh, I don't know anyone who does the elder statesman Jerry and the elder statesman Lou. Uh, But uh, I haven't found the right clips, but I believe they talk exactly the same. Oh,
2: that's in yeah,
0: And they do that same thing where they- um, Where the mouth is crooked.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one, the bottom lip sort of goes up yeah. in a corner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they also have the imaginary lozenge, which I don't know what that is. Yeah. That, you know, moving the tongue around the mouth. Yeah. And uh, they also both do the thing about talking about their partners in a way that uh, pretends to aggrandize them but belittles them. Yes. You know, people <laughs> don't give Dean credit for being funny. And I think, no, they, Jerry, they do give him credit. Yeah, for funny. <laughs> Many people say he was funnier than you.
2: I remember Jerry Lewis. He, he, he was talking about that, how, how like Dean was totally ignored and everyone would just talk about me. And, <laughs> and, and then he opens up a scrapbook of like reviews of Martin and Lewis. And he goes like this one here. Uh, Jerry Lewis is a creative genius that the world has never seen before, and nothing about Dean <laughs> here Jerry Lewis, this is another Jerry Lewis is a uh, second only to Christ, but nothing at all about Dean
0: and Lou would do the same thing, yeah. People never gave John Cale the credit he deserved in the Velvet Underground. He was actually a remarkable bass player. Yes, yes. Well, no, no, he also yes. created the Velvet. No. Yes. <laughs> I bet he had that scrapbook too. I remember once uh, being over Lou's house and him bragging to me about an award he'd won from France. Yeah. And I said to him, Is it the same award that Jerry Lewis won? And he pouted for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, it was. Oh, wow! <laughs> Jerry and Lou won the same award. But it's like that kind of thing where two people who seem remarkably different, when you strip them down, become very, very similar. The backgrounds of Jerry Lewis and the backgrounds of uh, of um, Lou Reed are very similar, you know, and their career not dissimilar. Uh you know, becoming the elder statesman and you know, early nuttier work. And and one time I saw Lou
2: Reed <laughs> and he started jumping up and down going,
3: boy.
0: And you know, on the first album, the first Velvet Underground album, there's the song Aaron Boy and Bellboy and oh, The Caddy. That's- <laughs> That's not true, Gilbert. You looked oh, at I like-
2: wanted it to be true.
0: That I wanted that so much to be but true. But the one that I did not discover this, someone else did, but it's mind blowing. Don Knotts and Mick Jagger look identical.
2: That you know, now that you said it, that I could definitely say <laughs> When it
0: was first pointed out to me. Those looks, the looks are exactly the same. That's- and someone has pulled pictures of like where Don Knotts is like moving in a way <laughs> that puts him in the Mick Jagger position and Mick Jagger moved the way Don. Same, you know, these are the hands you're dealt and how you play them are very, very different. Wow. Don Knotts looked at himself in the mirror and said, comedian. Mick Jagger looked at that same mirror and said,
4: rock star." <laughs> But uh, I, Don know, Knotts also stopped I, singing Brown Sugar, right? Yeah, he did.
2: <laughs> I had never seen that myself, but boy, when
0: you said that
2: just now.
0: And if you look at pictures, yes. it's even more mind-blowing. <laughs> Good I'll See if you can pull up something I'm on the computer up. for Don Knotts and Mick Jagger and show it to Gilbert because it's mind-blowing. Speaking of which, did you hear the little battle between Paul McCartney and, um, and Mick Jagger? Yes, it's so good. It's so funny. Oh. So funny. Paul McCartney says something like the stones were this is recently. Yeah. This is two two knights, English knights, two yes. sir yes, yes. Sir Mick and Sir Paul, two men knocking on eighty years old. Two men who are at the end of their lives. Yes, and yes. Bitterness is over. <laughs> and Paul says, uh you should pull. Do you have it pulled up there, Matt, or somebody? Did you find the Don Knotts and the... Uh- I got
1: the Don Knotts, oh. Mick Jagger pictures. Oh, wait. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is so important. He's pulling out his glasses. Yes. <laughs> this is this is a big deal. You got to see this. And meanwhile, could someone find the uh, Sir Paul... You want the exact quote. The really yeah, I do. I really do.
2: Oh, see, now, one that my son pointed out that's here is... I was watching uh, the Andy Griffith show. Of course, you were. And, yes, and
0: masturbating.
2: And yes, <laughs> and and my son said, "You don't know him, but he looks like someone you know." And then he started naming what the other guy did, and and Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely <laughs> has a Don Knotts look
0: but the one that's weird Steve Buscemi and Don Knotts is not as weird as putting Mick Jagger in the mix yes this oh. one's
1: identical I mean yeah. look at that
0: yes. <laughs> oh oh,
2: this Paul McCartney Oh, and what's her name uh, 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 Murder She Wrote Murder She Wrote uh, yes <laughs> okay anyway I uh, mean, just see one more. Favorite. This is, <laughs> sorry, this real, they do look identical. Yeah. Yeah. Mick and, uh, Mick and, uh, Mick and Don. And, and yeah. And, and Mick Jagger doing, uh, uh, you know, singing and next to it, uh, Don Knotts is the incredible Mr. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it just shows you that the framing (laughs) means everything yes but what I love about this and Godot will find this by the time I set it up what I love about the uh the uh Paul McCartney Mick Jagger thing is these are elderly men yes elderly men both of whom not worth I don't think Mick's worth a billion but hundreds of millions of dollars you know yes both of them knighted yeah you know Keith Richards they offered him to be knighted, to be Sir Sir Keith. And he said, uh, no, they arrested me. Fuck them. (laughs) 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 But it's like Paul says this thing that's really, really petty and uncomfortable. And then Mick comes back and Mick says something really kind and really, really, uh, No problem. He's the bigger man, and he puts a zinger in at the end. You have it there.
1: I have. Yeah, yeah. The first one was McCartney saying that they were a blues band,
0: blues cover band,
1: blues cover band, blues cover band. Yeah, but you have the exact quote, Jagger. I don't have the exact one.
0: Why don't you? That's why I looked it up. I can paraphrase it.
4: I'm sorry. And I'm also here if you need someone else to paraphrase.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Jagger said in the early in in the show, Megan Fox is here. She's lovely. Lady Gaga, Kirk Douglas. Paul McCartney is here. He's going to help us. He's going to join us in a blues cover later.
0: (laughs) No, what I'm talking about, he, he won't help me out here. Yeah, no. He won't help me out. Paul McCartney said the the Stones were essentially. I'm, I'm a not blues, sure I should
1: say it, but they were a blues cover band. That's sort of what the Stones are. I think we our net was cast a bit wider than theirs.
0: Yeah, the, and the Beatles were a better band. And then Mick Jagger says, which I love. He says, "Paul's right. The uh, Stones are very, very lucky. We've played stadiums. We've played international. We've played everywhere. And the Beatles don't exist." <laughs> <laughs> it's all he wins. Okay, to o- the last two <laughs> words. Go
1: there's on. obviously no competition. <laughs> the big difference, though, is, and sort of slightly seriously, is that the Rolling Stones have been a big concert band in other decades and other eras when the Beatles never even did an arena tour. Madison Square Garden, with a decent sound system, they broke up before the business started. <laughs> the, uh, the touring business for real. So they broke up before the touring business started.
0: <laughs> and then he says later, he says, uh, so the Stones have been very lucky and the Beatles don't exist. <laughs> and this, this is a guy who's had, you know, same number of dead people, from the Stones and the yes. Beatles, right? Yes. The Beatles have uh, George and John who are dead, and they have Brian and uh, and uh, Charlie that are dead, right?
2: So, so Mick Jagger and Paul McCartney have literally become grumpy old men. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now they're roommates.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good sketch. <laughs> and uh,
0: do you know that the the Rolling Stones are also very small, you know. Yeah. Like the heaviest Rolling Stone is 120 pounds. <laughs> they're they little, little guys,
1: which is why they tour so well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, no me, excess baggage. Is
0: one of those
2: people who's also much shorter.
0: Than, yeah. Not yeah. not not towering. Not yeah. towering people. Well, actually, you know, yeah. Lorne Michaels pointed out to me. That he's a Canadian Jew. Yeah. Mick Larn, Jagger is Larn, a Canadian Jew. Lorne Michaels said to me very strongly, and not kidding, he said, you know, tall people are, are never funny. <laughs> he said, what you need for success is it's the short, scrappy people that are really successful. You don't have tall people who are really funny and successful.
3: <laughs>
0: he said to me, I was like, well, I I try. I mean, what, do you, what do you say to that? Yes, what do yes, you say to that? Yes. <laughs> and then if you look back on it, there are. Bob Hope was very tall. Uh, and uh, I had another list. Maybe it just one
3: person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think Lord Michael's Andre simply, the Giant like, was really funny. Really funny.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn.
3: <laughs> 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 uh,
0: I met Fred Gwynn. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I, I will say with a great deal of uh, I mean, I'm taller, I was taller than Fred Gwynn. And uh, when they were doing a reboot of the Munsters, I was really surprised they didn't call me. <laughs> I thought I would have that, uh, <laughs> but supposedly, Fred Gwynn was very bitter about playing uh, Herman Munster because he <laughs> considered himself a more serious actor than yes, that. although I don't know how you could be a less serious actor than that. <laughs> Brad Garrett, Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Six yes, eight, yes. Brad Garrett's taller than me. Howard Stern, Conan O'Brien. There's a bunch <laughs> of tall, funny people. God damn it. I don't know how Vince I forget Vaughn, 6'5". Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Jeff Goldblum, 6'4".
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Boy, Jeff Goldblum's crazy. Have you met Jeff Goldblum? He's so crazy.
2: Uh, yes. Out of his mind. Yeah.
0: Out of his mind.
2: It, it's like you realize... Uh, that, that that whole act that you think he's putting on he's not putting on
0: yeah or it goes very deep yeah <laughs> you can't tell which can't tell which yeah.
2: so um uh how old are your
0: children now gilbert okay let's see if i've got this right uh, 12 and 14 12 and 14 okay 26 ask me another <laughs> oh sorry oh, yeah. um uh and uh it's your son that's older right uh, no, my daughter. Lily, Lily. Named after the Munsters, right? Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> now, while- we, She was originally going to be named
0: Marilyn. <laughs> but <laughs> And then your son was going to be Cousin It. Yes. <laughs> and uh, if you have another child, will be named Lurch. Yes. <laughs> now, does Lily, uh, does Lily play uh, sports like high diving or-
2: Uh, she's, uh, gotten into cheerleading, cheerleading, yeah, the
0: most dangerous sport. Yeah. Very dangerous. Cheerleading for what team? The, uh, football team. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I, I remember when you did the bullshit episode. Yeah.
0: I'm cheerleading. Really dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But she's not, is she the smallest? Does she fly to the top?
2: Uh, yeah. I, I don't think think they they do
0: anything like that.
2: Uh, yeah. That's
0: go. They just go, go. Yeah. (laughs) They yell, go. And that's it. They can spell really well. Now now
2: <laughs> let's name actors who are crazy who play crazy and are crazy in real life and also pricks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well Christopher Christopher Walken uh, and this really surprised me. Uh, I met Christopher Walken at the actor studio in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. And we were backstage together and crowds changed just the two of us and he went, "Ben you, like me, have discovered there's money in people thinking you're crazy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then he opened up a sewer
4: plate and left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is that a great thing to say? I mean, and my question is is that something a crazy person says? <laughs> I tried to think of who was the most famous for the longest period of time and the most crazy. Yeah. And I thought Jerry Lewis, Yeah, but Jerry Lee Lewis and Little Richard. Oh, yeah. Little Richard has been very famous and very crazy since I was born. Yeah. So you've been very cra- famously very crazy uh, since 55, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then there's, of course, Gary Busey.
0: Yeah, well Gary Busey started out crazy, then did a lot of drugs, then smashed his head on a motorcycle.
2: <laughs> and are you are you trying to say that somehow worsened? It? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh Leon Russell had Gary Busey as a drummer way, way back, and says Gary Busey was crazy then. Oh. And then he did the drugs. And oh, then he fell man. off the motorcycle, yeah. But I worked on uh, I worked on Celebrity Apprentice uh, with uh, Gary Busey, and the uh, the level of eccentricity, pure crazy with Gary Busey. I mean, Gary Busey would go out and talk to his Indian spirit guide, and I don't believe he was kidding. Oh, damn. he'd be having conversations with people who. Who was
4: crazier, Gary
0: Busey or his Indian spirit guide? <laughs> <laughs> But he would have. He would. He just go out and have these conversations.
2: Well, like they say, Jonathan Winters.
0: Oh yeah, is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Robin was not crazy. Robin Williams, no. not cra- not even slightly crazy. I didn't think. Yeah, uh, excited, nervous, but um, but not uh, not I, crazy. I,
2: I remember uh, a a Cheech. Ah, uh, from Cheech.
0: He uh, he he's sending some. A intim- uh, Cheech from Cheech. the Nobel from, Prize. Yeah, Cheech, Cheech. How, what were you gonna say? If I, it's like saying you know, Conan the Barbarian. But I mean, what were you? Who else? What other Cheech would I be thinking of? Cheech from Wheeler and Woolsey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, he said that, I guess they, he lived nearby Jonathan Winters and he, he would go into the supermarket and he'd see Winters there going up and down the aisles doing these yelling out
0: stuff and doing these voices. (laughs) Well, you know, show business does uh, allow people who would otherwise be institutionalized to function. Yes. It really does. Uh, now, when I talked to Alice Cooper. Yeah. And he said uh, who the craziest person he met was. Alice Cooper. Yes. Who you would say would have some sort of expertise on this. He said, um, uh, they always want me to say Keith Moon. But Keith Moon was not the craziest person I ever met, was not even the craziest person in the who. Yeah. He said, John Ed Swistle, much crazier yeah. than yeah. Keith Moon. He said, but you can't touch Salvador Dali. Ah. He said, Salvador Dali is a level of crazy that Alice Cooper said he never encountered in rock and roll. Yeah. Salvador Dali, Gonsville. Yeah. (laughs) So if
1: you dress nicely and have a mustache, you might be able to maintain your lifestyle.
4: Uh, Gilbert, when people meet you, do they find that you hold up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, they find they have to hold me up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if i'm standing for longer than three minutes
0: I'll... <laughs> yeah, i don't think gilbert, uh, gilbert 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 you're a bit crazy mm-hmm. yeah you're a bit crazy there's no doubt about that there's yeah no further <laughs> question <Here> are... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, uh.
0: But you know uh, They did that documentary on you yeah. And I thought they meant People would say when after I saw the documentary They would say uh, Whoa, Gilbert he's just crazy I'd say well the, the documentary cleaned it up a lot <laughs> You're crazier than the documentary
1: They were kind <laughs> Don't they you agree kind. Dara? Very much so <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's not on mic I just wanted her quote was very much so Yeah <laughs> her quote. So Matt Donnelly, professional show business. Yeah. who's the
0: craziest person you met?
4: Uh, so I, I can't say anyone in this room. Your present room excluded.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I would say that I'm surprised at Teller's personality uh, in a work environment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I also point up. out he's in striking distance of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, uh, for sure, Ready Rich
3: <laughs> is well, at the top
1: of my list. Went on a, a date with a woman who sang backup for James Brown. And mm. those stories were, I think, perhaps the...
0: Yeah, James Brown. I feel good. She, I look good. Uh-huh. Smell good. I make love
4: good. Uh-huh. Did you ever see that interview with him on CNN? <laughs> yeah. He just repeats that over and over again. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, uh I was around uh in the New York comedy scene for a little bit uh when Reggie Watts came up. And in a good way, not in a bad crazy way, but he is as advertised off stage as he is on stage, Reggie yep. Watts.
0: Reggie Watts is the same on stage and off stage.
4: This poor girl had gone hiking with me during the day
1: and it was kind of like there, were, there was no cell phone service out there. It was uh-huh. before the cell phones got really big and uh and on the drive back in, like her self service came on, and she got a message, and she just started crying. She was so scared of going back to because it was from she, James Brown, from James Brown, he he had decided to call a rehearsal in the middle of the day, and well, she had been out doing something other than within phone range, so she was being fined and yelled at. And,
0: well, in the early days, James Brown would fire people who weren't being paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of a kind of a special deal there. <laughs> Sun Ra, you know my mm-hmm. my hero. Yes. Sun?
2: I love. Ra, <laughs> Sun Ra,
0: Sun Ra, you know had rehearsals forever, mm-hmm. and if Sun Ra was angry at you, he you know, had a big band. He had a band like twenty pieces. Uh, his punishment for people who had uh, not acted the way he wanted was they would not be not allowed on stage. They'd be allowed on stage, but not be allowed to play their instrument. <laughs> so they would have to sit there in the band on stage while the music went on around them oh. with everybody looking at them going, why aren't they playing anything?
3: <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wouldn't you love to go see a band? That, that one guy just sitting there—that's great. That's like
2: such
4: psychological torture. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's really good. And on the other hand, I could book it. You know? <laughs> I could do
3: that. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Yeah,
4: you,
0: you could. They'd never fi- if you got hired and then pissed them off
1: right,
3: right away.
0: You could keep working. <laughs> yeah, just sit
1: there with a the saxophone every I- day.
4: I got you a gig, but you have to follow these rules carefully.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what what would you do that would piss him off? That's the
0: I'm uh, not not you know not not rehearsed properly. He was a nut for perfection.
3: Mm.
0: And you had to which is the crazy stuff he did, it sounds like it's just, you know, cacophony. Right. But he rehearsed like five hours a day. When they had a gig They'd rehearse five hours the day of the gig. Wow. It was eight hours other days. Yeah. And just rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. And son Rob was from Saturn, and I think believed that. Mm-hmm. It's possible he wasn't lying. Possibly he was deluded. He believed he was from. I heard Bert
1: Lahr was pretty tough to get
0: along with. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I read his uh, biography, and, and, and uh, you weren't allowed to move when he would tell a joke. Well, really everyone everyone in the show had to stand still if you moved you'd ruin the joke well i think he's right he might be right yeah I think he might be right now.
0: <laughs> what good jokes have you heard lately gilbert oh god i don't hmm uh matt king told me a joke uh last night uh two priests driving in a car yes they see the uh cherry top behind them they're pulled over cop comes over looks at the two priests and goes um We're looking for two child molesters. One priest looks at the other, the other priest looks back and one says, yeah, I guess we could do that.
3: (laughs) 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 Not a bad joke. Yeah. Fine joke. Very good one.
0: (laughs) Now you're performing, because this does no good at all because we're going to save this for later, but you're performing tonight, right? Uh, yes. With Bobby Slayton, right? Uh, yes. Downtown. Yes. And yes. I'm working downtown. It sounds like
1: Gilbert and I are working together. <laughs> We're both working downtown tonight, Gilbert. See you there. And
0: what's the show you're doing
1: Oh,
2: now? Oh, uh, this, uh the dirty, uh, dirty
0: comic show. So you're just going out there and swearing? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and how long are you doing? Uh, are you emceeing, or what are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm, hmm, I wonder if they want me to emcee, too. I should find <laughs> that out. I think so. <laughs> Or or I'm I don't know, I'm the head act, but I have no fucking idea. I think
0: that I think that Bobby, Bobby Slayton said he was MC. Oh, okay. Well, I think you're probably safe. So yeah. coming up next, Gilbert Godfrey. Yes. That's what you'll hear. Then you'll go out on yeah. stage. And you're gonna be doing a lot of jokes. you're just gonna be telling jokes, is that right? Yes, yes. So uh which is not what you used to do. No. No, no. Is that what you're mostly doing when you're touring now is doing the joke shows? Uh I do it more and more.
2: I, uh, you know, I I like these like really stupid and disgusting jokes. Let's hear one. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> but only one. <laughs> don't move.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: What are you doing? Don't don't move. Ryan. He's telling a joke.
2: Uh, see now you kill the joke. <laughs> I want everybody in this room to be motionless. <laughs>
0: tell the joke gilbert okay
2: all right a guy goes to a proctologist Mm -hmm. and the proctologist says okay pull down your pants and your underwear and bend over that table now whatever you do bobby don't get an erection and the man says, "My name's not Bobby." And the doctor says, "No, mine is."
3: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Perfect joke. Perfect. Joke.
0: And um, what are you doing for what? Uh, what? What? What other gigs you had? Any movies? Any television going on? Oh,
2: can't talk about it now and jinx it. <laughs> Now I I I I say this and I say it started before the pandemic that movies are dead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well there's nothing but Marvel movies really, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But yeah, just but the whole idea of going you know, yeah, Marvel or the next Jurassic Park or Star Wars will get people in the theaters. But for anything other than that, movies, uh, the idea of going to a movie theater and seeing, I mean, look at everyone's career, like Pacino, De Niro.
0: Pacino, very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Pacino, De Niro.
2: I, I remember.
0: But when a Pacino movie's playing, you can just call the box office and say, Al, put aside two tickets for me.
2: Why? <laughs> Yes, right away, sir. (laughs) And then he pops his mouth. (laughs) Fritzfeld shows up and goes, oh, yes, Mr. Pacino said this. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, You
0: know, I was just wondering if we'd have a (laughs) Fritzfeld
2: But if it was Fritzfeld, it might go something like this.
0: (laughs) You're right. I, I I used to go to, like, two movies a week. Yeah. That just falls away, yeah.
2: But it's like what I was saying with the aforementioned. <laughs> Al Pacino, who you could still, for any movie you want to see, say Al Pacino. But take, take, sorry. It's <laughs> like nobody would go to the theater to see... The Godfather, A Dog Day Afternoon, or Scarface nowadays, and you wouldn't see Taxi Driver. Um, you know, no, all, they'll now. be on TV. Yeah,
0: it's all TV now. People yeah. have really nice places to watch in their homes. All that stuff got cheap enough. It's yeah, certainly not cheap, but it's cheap enough that everybody has a fairly good. You know, the audience that would go to movies have good TVs now.
2: Yeah. And now it's so weird that movies that are in theaters are also playing on TV at the same time.
0: Yeah. I, I know. It's just, uh, well, didn't uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson had a lawsuit? With, oh, uh, yes, Disney yes. That. And they, uh, they settled out of court, which is, means Disney called her up and said, you like having your knees the way they are? <laughs> <laughs> Settle for an undisclosed amount. Scarlett Johansson is still able to yeah. walk. <laughs> <laughs> Who would want to go up against Disney in a litigation? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, that that
0: you lose before you even begin. That's but Walt a- himself lost. You know what Walt said? What? Uh Actually, a friend of mine had this up in his office at Disney. Those people will never work here, is what Walt Disney said about the Jews.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, there's a surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and now, like, Disney is probably like 90, 99, at least 99%. Jews
3: running it,
0: but what did they say about you when they wanted you for the voice? Oh, of a- oh,
2: that oh. was the best. They said we're, we're considering Gilbert Gottfried for the voice of the parrot, and they said mm, he's a little
0: borscht belt. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance that was code <laughs> <laughs>
4: for carousel seed? <laughs>
2: he's a little. Owl. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so when did you last... Oh, o- wait. Then th- someone else, when I was being considered for the parrot, said, I don't know. He seems a little one-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't have the dimensions... For a cartoon parrot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, don't you have a great story about auditioning for Saturday Night Live and Woody Allen?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, It was um, uh, the producer, Gene Demania, was friends with Woody Allen. Yeah. So she invited him in. They were screening all the auditions they had on film. And uh, Woody Allen is sitting by himself in back of the room, and he's staring stone-faced at uh, every—he's not saying a word. He's not changing his expression. And then I come on, and it's the first time in the evening that Woody Allen responds. And he goes, is he a Navajo Indian?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I've heard you tell me that story before, yeah. and I, I I don't like to confess this, but I'm not sure I get it. Was that <laughs> was that Woody Allen saying you were so obviously Jewish, or is that Woody Allen thinking you were a Navajo Indian? Yeah. I can see either one
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> I really can, yeah, I can see it either way as a joke or a real question, yeah. which was it? Yeah. You don't know? No,
2: <laughs> I I kind of had the feeling he did think, like like so many people when I walked <laughs> down the
1: street. Iron Eyes got freed. <laughs> and
2: uh, oh, the the Indian who was in those ads, those yeah 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 with the tear going yep, down. Iron down. Eyes he, Cody, yeah oh yes, he was
1: Italian. He was Italian, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And remember, oh, what's his name? Oh, Ed Ames. Mm-hmm. And they they he did that famous Johnny Carson thing, where he throws a tomahawk, tomahawk. and it hits the guy between the legs. Yep. The drawing of the guy, and and uh, Johnny Carson says, "I didn't even know you were Jewish," and Ed Ames, pl- who played nothing but Indians, was
0: Jewish. <laughs> but that was a circumcision joke
2: yes yes
0: so it's not he was asked about being jewish it was a circumcision joke yes you can make a circumcision joke on anybody and say they're jewish yes i mean that is the rules of comedy you're allowed to do that did you ever do the carson (laughs) show with carson no no
2: but somebody once i don't remember the joke but johnny carson once said a joke about me in his monologue did he really yeah i gotta find that clip yeah somebody showed me that
4: you Uh, called into the john oliver show a bunch seems like you're on the episodes every time i watch
2: oh yeah i've done a bunch of john olivers and and uh oh god i should know his name oh colbert i've done now when did your last do stern wow I don't know. Years
0: and years ago, yeah, yeah. Me too. R- me too. Yeah, that's. We r- used to do Stern all the time. That's where yeah. I, I kind of know you.
2: I've I've always said it like, I my line was always like I've done the Stern show more times than Stern has. Yeah, and uh, yeah,
0: no, I don't. Uh, God, there were weeks that I went on Stern three times in yeah. a week, and you were there every time.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and uh also what used to happen sometimes is if I woke up really early in the morning and go, oh, I go, ah, maybe I'll walk over to the Stern show and just pop up. <laughs> and I used to do that.
0: And you they'd give you free food, right?
2: Uh yo yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Stern got very uh kind of serious ish, didn't he? Yeah, I think I think the
2: show's a totally different animal now. Yeah. It's no longer the wrestling
0: lesbians or stuff. He outgrew that. Yeah, Stern moved on. Gilbert Godfrey did not. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> is still wrestling lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> now you also do uh, you also do Fallon, don't you now and again? Fallon, I
2: I think I've only done that once and. Uh, and I, I don't think it was the, ten- he had a show before the Tonight Show. Uh, I think I was on that.
0: Ah, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Long, long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah, long. Long, long. <laughs> so now you're touring comedy clubs now and again? Yes. And you're living in Florida now? yeah. Yeah. Imagine someone moving from New York to Florida. And, and, what and, kind of person does that? And, and a Juno. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I hate the weather out in Florida.
1: Really? Yeah. Humid. Yeah. And yeah. no sunshine. Yeah. It's a lie. The sunshine shade is a lie. Not a lot of. <laughs> Rains every day. It's cloudy all the time.
0: Yep. <laughs> and you're down where? Boca Raton?
2: Uh yes. And I, You know, I think that'll be my opening bit. <laughs> well, it's you. the sunshine bit, <laughs> and there's no sunshine. That's pretty, good. That's pretty
0: good. Rains every day. Right, yes. <laughs> so you took, uh, as everybody did, all the time off during the uh, shutdown. Has it been weird getting back into doing stand-up? Very much so. Very much so. I remember, like,
2: the first time... I got up after being I yeah, I think I did Carolines and I I was up there after it, like not working for over a year. And I remember being oh there there was a terrible TV movie, like all those TV bio TV movies are. I I love watching them, but uh they're always bad. There was one about Freddie Prince called I Can't Hear the Laughter. Uh-huh. And uh when I was on stage like when I got off stage everyone said oh you did great the audience was and I I remember that first one I couldn't hear uh anyone's reaction and I was up there on stage thinking do I really do this for a living and uh and and it's like oh I I'm sure I
0: have more bits than this.
2: <laughs> it, yeah, it, that, that first time back was really.
0: Yeah, when we first went on stage, it was, it was, first of all, I didn't remember that many lights in my eyes. Yes. I didn't remember not knowing where I was moving on the stage. Yeah. It's just very strange. It was very weird that this is what we do for a living. What is it? Yeah. What are we doing here?
2: Yeah, shifting. I, I, I. Was, Why
0: am I talking so loud?
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, and and I mean, I'm still. I haven't done enough to totally get it out of the way, because I mean, that was a long time of not working, and uh yeah, and I would think when I do a bit, I think now there was a a funny line that closed this bit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah we you know we have um uh we're putting together you know we're, we're doing our show in vegas and have been for a while we're also going out on the road and doing touring we do different material on the road you know yes. so they'll uh they'll say okay let's run through water system and they'll go okay uh whatever you want pen i'll go <laughs> what's the first line yes and they'll tell me and i'll go What's the second line?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Better Bet, let me look at that, and I—I'll look through it and then go. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> t- t- totally, totally surprised. No idea that joke was coming. Totally surprised with my own material.
2: Yeah, it—it's like I'll—I'll I'll think of a line where by itself it's nothing. It's just part of a, and I'll go. What? Why did why do I say that? What led me into
4: that? <laughs> do you write your stuff down, Gilbert? Uh, well,
2: first I have to come up with new stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I do this great new thing about bonanza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but do you, do you do you take notes? Do you work from notes? Uh, I I uh, the way I always worked, I never like sat at home. And uh, wrote stuff down. I used to, like, if it popped into my head on stage, I'd scribble down something afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hat
1: uh, squirrel. <laughs> 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 the famous hat squirrel bit. It's so yeah. funny.
0: <laughs> Lauren Michaels, a Jew from Canada, <laughs> told me. You did not
1: think tall people were funny.
0: No. Yeah. Told me a story. Where he said that uh, when he was working, uh, when they did the first year of Saturday Night Live, they had a lot of trouble coming up with the material, which is was very clear. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and he had it's the situation r- that has not changed. He had a writer's meeting, and he said the writers were all exhausted. Out of the first four shows, they had nothing. And he said they were all sitting in this room depressed with no ideas, and one of the writers reached into his pocket and pulled out a slip of paper, and he said... This says can of paint. I don't know whether I have a bit (laughs) of a can of paint or whether I'm supposed to buy a can of paint. (laughs) I don't, uh, you know, I take notes. I do sit at home and take notes on things. And then I write really elaborate scripts that I don't use.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, I write a script for a bit that we're doing. I'll write the whole script out, but I won't use any of it. Yeah, but I have a script there, you know, that I will just kind of go, go off that. But I, uh, I have, I have that uh, plan that I don't use. Do you write down stuff? I do try to. I never, I, I never come anywhere
1: near it. I write it down, and then when I get to the show, I think, oh, that,
4: not. I just overwrite everything. Yeah. yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Do you write, uh, Matt? Uh, only uh, recently with magic, I write, and it's only kind of because you got to do two things at once when you do magic. Mm-hmm. So I started to kind of like I found it as a good way to like clean up dirty work for magic is by scripting.
0: But I've never seen you, Gilbert, look at uh, notes on stage or anything. Uh, no, I don't bring. Well, then them again, on. I've watched you do the same act now for forty-five <laughs> years. <exactly. laughs>
2: I, I, yeah, what I find weird too must it must happen to you that sometimes whatever I'll be off stage, I'll think of something and I'll go, oh, that's really funny. And I'll go on stage, and before I even say it, I'll stop myself and go, I'll think of it on my head and go, no, that's not funny at all. (laughs) (laughs) This is a whole different that in real life that might be funny, but it wouldn't work
0: up here. It's so hard to get into you. What I started doing, and this is so, so dangerous, I'm not recommending this. Yeah. Don't do this. Yeah. Is I'll say, um... I can never get myself in the exact head for where I am on stage with an audience to write stuff. So this next bit, I know really well. So while I'm doing this bit, I'm going to run the other bit in my head. (laughs) Yes,
3: yes. Have
0: you done that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think, Gilbert, that's what crazy people do. Yes. You put put your real act in automatic pilot and then rehearse the other act in your head simultaneously.
3: Yeah, well, I do
0: that all the time. The, the amount of thoughts that come into your head
2: that have nothing to yeah. do with your <laughs> act is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'll be on stage doing a bit and I'll be going, I used to have that pair of green socks.
3: <laughs> <movie>.
1: <laughs> There's a guy who does a show where he balances a feather on a little tiny stick and then he balances the feather and the stick on a slightly larger stick. And he goes back and forth in like a herringbone pattern Yeah, and then balances the whole thing on I've seen that, yeah. And then takes the feather off at the end and the whole thing collapses. And it's beautiful to watch. And I think if I had that show, if I had that job, by the end of the first time doing it on stage, I would have planned out every meal for the rest of my life. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) And its I've heard it about actors who are on stage doing really dramatic roles or like singers belting out a really emotional song, and also that their mind is wandering.
0: Yeah. Uh, I uh, Here's the part they never tell you, though. I have been on stage and uh, not known where I was, just totally on automatic pilot. Uh, yes. And then I come back, and the reaction of the audience tells me, I'm the best I've ever been. <laughs> yes. You know, there's all this stuff about being here in the now, and that's the way you want to be good. I don't believe that. No. I believe on autopilot you can be really, really good.
2: Yeah. And and like I was saying before, that first time I was on stage, and still I'm not totally back. Where, But like they were saying, the audience loved it.
0: They thought it was great. Yeah. Well, also, audiences, since we've come back, have been very kind. Yeah. I mean, our audiences, we – They act like we're so much better than we used to be. And we're (laughs) not better than we used to (laughs) be. Yes, yes. (laughs) They're just so happy to be out. I get the feeling some of the time at the end of the
1: show, I I rate whether they were better than me or I was better than them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Some nights I go, oh, my timing was perfect, but I got no laughs. And other nights I'm stumbling through it and they are howling.
4: (laughs) I don't want to go too far past the uh, you guys – rehearsing other bits as you do bits. That is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) You drifted to more sane topics, but that was one of the craziest things. Well, you know, I
0: I never even considered saying that to anybody before, and I did not expect Gilbert to say, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I go, well, like, what will this feel like when I'm on stage? Mm-hmm. I'll be standing, like, here, and I'll say this kind of thing. and I'll be doing that, and I'll walk over here, and the audience will look like this.
4: Yeah, that'll be okay, and I'll yeah. put this in there. Yeah, I, I start putting it all together Yeah, i will do another bit. Now, the, the mind-wandering thing makes sense. The actual creative juices flowing, seems like <laughs> that should be a primary activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing the show should should be popping into
0: your head occasionally <laughs> but you also find this that you're uh, completely completely in your own world and the show is going on and you're doing it yes and you're doing it great yeah and then you realize your mind has wandered and you bring it back and have no idea where you are
2: Yes yeah. like yes.
0: The, like the plane is on automatic pilot <laughs> it's doing fine and you grab the stick. And go, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah.
4: Like Wiley Coyote discovering the ground underneath him exactly. is not there. <laughs> there,
0: there.
2: There was actually when they were filming the documentary. There was a thing that happened to me. It didn't make it to the film, but I thought it was the most fascinating thing. I I had like a pl- you know plastic bottle of water on a stool, and I'm going through my act, like you know how it's after a while. It's like the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, I pledge allegiance to the flag and the man was there. <laughs> a- and, and I I accidentally bumped into the stool. The water fell off the stool and landed standing up. <laughs> and I remember I thought it was like, like an alarm going off in my head. And going, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. I'm on stage and I'm doing a bit. And it's like. <laughs> I needed something to wake me up. And I thought, oh, Jesus, this, yeah, I'm on stage now.
0: I had a thing happen where um, uh, I was sitting on stage and I finished what I thought was the whole show. Yeah. And uh, I finished the last line and nothing happened. And this was a smaller theater many years ago. And I could see the light booth, and I could see the people all poised to hit the buttons, turn everything off, and I could see them ready to go. Yeah, It was a thing where Teller blew out the candle at the end for a bit we were doing. Teller was all ready, and it was silent in the audience. It was silent on stage. I wasn't saying anything. It seemed to go forever, and then Teller said, my name is Benjamin. <laughs> and I went. My name is Pendulum. The part of teller, we're better teller. Thanks a lot. Good night. Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing was going to happen until I yes, said that. Yes. Nothing was going to happen. Yeah. I could still be sitting there. Yeah. If teller hadn't whispered, <laughs> and it was so strange because everybody's going, okay, this is it. And the audience knew too. Yeah. He's all done. He just has to say, my name is Pendulette, part of Teller. We're at and Teller. Thanks a lot. Good night. That's all he's going to say. And I had no idea yeah. what a person would possibly say in uh, that situation that I was in. What could oh. possibly be the right line here? Another <laughs> weird thing, like I've worked a few times
2: at clubs where they've had three shows a night.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And by the third show, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, and you go going, this bit—did I just do this bit just now? Have I done it ten times in a row? Or I'm—is it? I uh,
0: I I finished a bit on stage on Broadway and started the same bit again, word for word. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And someone had to come up for the wings and say so we just did that.
2: Oh, gee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was—we were doing three shows. A day on Broadway, and each show was two hours and a half. So it was a lot of time on stage. And there's a great Bruce Springsteen bootleg that always made me laugh so much because Bruce goes, like I was telling the people the last show.
3: Now, maybe
0: there's a couple of hardcore fans that had tickets to one night and the next night, but presumably not the majority of the audience. And Springsteen's going, like I was telling folks the la- last show. And he goes, continues the story. Like, he doesn't know the difference. Yeah. And where was that time that Springsteen was talking all about the city he wasn't in? Do you
4: know that, Matt? Uh, yeah, he was incorrectly talking about Cleveland.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, they're playing stadiums. It's a huge yeah. stage, so Miami Steve had to walk all the way over to him and go, "Bruce, we're not in Cleveland." <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what's what's funny? It's like you you see these clips of rock stars going, you know, "I I love you, Oklahoma," and then they're not in Oklahoma, yeah. or uh, a politician saying, you know. Uh, Wyoming is the greatest state. That's why. And they're not but then I realize when I'm working and I'm out of town, I don't know what state I'm in. And I don't know the name of the club or anything.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, they'll, uh, I've been told backstage before I go on, uh, the promoter really wants you to say that, you know, welcome to the theater. And I'll always say, what, what, what theater are we in? I I had this experience where I was in high school and there was an interview with Lou Reed in Rolling Stone. And I was, of course, a gigantic Lou Reed fan. And uh, they said to Lou Reed, it was an interview, an upcoming show. And they said to him, have you played the Felt Forum before? And Lou said, how the fuck would I know? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, Man, I mean, he's my hero, but the drugs Uh, have fucked him up so badly, has no idea. And then I became very friendly with Lou, and uh, I was in Chicago, and I was being interviewed by the big Chicago paper, and I was playing the um, biggest fancy theater in Chicago called the Chicago Theater. And the interviewer said to me, have you played the Chicago Theater before? And I said, how the fuck would I know? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and I went right back to my hotel room and I called Lou and I said, "I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's not drugs. It's not being stupid. It's just being on the road."
3: Yeah. Played
0: I, every city so many times. I have no idea how many times I played the Chicago Theater.
2: None. I I there are places states I swear I've never been to. <laughs> And and I walk into the club and I sign the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and also it happens, it's kind of like you know those movies where the elite character has amnesia. <laughs> and that happens to me. I'll go, no, I've never been to this club. And I'll see like like a doorknob or something. Or or, or the dishes have a certain dis- and I'll go oh wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's coming
2: around yes it's kind of what what's that instrument the theorem a theremin Ther theremin that, yeah i i always feel <laughs> the only thing missing when i'm si- having that moment is for that to come on because <laughs> i'll say oh wait 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 in the in the men's room
0: I know how the the stall the lock was in. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, there's a few places like the place we play in um, uh, Detroit, Cleveland, Cleveland. There is a uh, the river is right outside the dressing room. There's a big yeah. river. That's all you can see. Yeah, that's one place I remember. Oh yeah, this yeah. place with the river.
2: Yes, yes. But it has
0: to be a river. <laughs> <laughs> It can't, it can't just be like this is the way the side of the building looks.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> you got to. You got
0: to have something profound, like Sean Penn going by in a rowboat.
4: <laughs> Penn and Teller have the most expensive rider.
3: <laughs>
4: we, need, we need a river outside the dressing room. But it is. Uh, it is incredible
0: how you have just no idea where you are. Yeah. No idea where you are. Yeah. Because I'll.
2: I'll be walking down the street somewhere, and so sort of say hey, where are you playing?
0: And I'll go, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I was doing a gig in Jersey once. And uh, I looked at my watch and it was uh, it was uh, sound check. I had to be in sound check in a half an hour. And I walked around <laughs> and uh, I said, oh, Jesus, I don't know where I am or where the theater is. This is in the days before cell phones. Yeah. I, I don't know where I am or where the theater is. So someone came up and said, uh, hey, Ben. And I went, excuse me do you know where I'm playing tonight? (laughs) And they said, yes. And I said, can you lead me there? (laughs) No idea, no idea. And Lou used to say uh, he would be sitting in a restaurant going, uh, yeah, at four o'clock, I have my sound check at...
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've also, if, if I'm out of town and I go for a walk, during the day, and, and a few times this has happened where I go, wait a minute, what hotel am
0: I staying yeah, at? Yeah, yeah, it can happen. yeah. No hotel, no nothing. So I just want to let you know that this is, if you're thinking, if young people are listening, they're going into show business. <laughs> this is the kind of memories yes, you'll create yes! <laughs> <laughs> of the road, of every city. No, Teller actually will go look around cities. He'll know stuff and he'll know people. Not me. No. I go to the Starbucks, then to the show, then I'm done. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I don't even go out to, you know, have special chili they have in that town. <laughs> yeah. I don't even do that. Yeah.
2: With me, it's sometimes I'll, because f- I'll go crazy in the hotel room where I'll find myself like, you know, going in the bathroom and going, well, I don't really have to pee. And,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then look at myself in the mirror and then I'll ride down the elevator, and I'll I'll walk around the block a few. And yeah, no, I don't know where I am.
3: <laughs>
0: Professional show business, yes, yes. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, my dear, dear, dear friend. That was Bed Sunday School. That was Bed Sunday School. Cha cha cha. That was Matt hitting the button. You become naked. <laughs> He did it. That did it.
3: Ah,
0: uh, it's amazing how much you and I have in common, children. Steve <laughs> likes so little, and yet we're ultimately the same person. You know we love you. Hey, Matt Donnelly, you
4: got anybody to thank? Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. These folks are loyal members of the congregation on patreon.com slash pen. Lancey Minshew, Stephen White, Harlan Liam Clark, Zach Wozniak, Michelle Yeiser, Jonathan, Brogan Hastings, Placida Scott, Dante Peace, Damian Martin, Adam Loose Loves Matthew, Michael Penn, and Reddy, Timo Tehoff. Mark Pickenheim, Mary M. Ingles, Scott Kelly, Kelly M., Adam Berzins, Matthew Applehands, Fractured Adventures, Carlos Alvarez, Michael Cornwall, Ross Devereaux, Rue Dudley, and Ryan Matthews. Thank you all so much.